Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, have you heard the exciting news? T.J. and I will be celebrating our 200th episode with a live show March 10th at the Irvine Improv at 4 p.m. So pack up your van again and head west if you live east of Irvine. It would mean a lot to us if we could uh, celebrate with the real 12 and a half. So please come say hello if you can. We'll be in Richmond, Virginia this week at the Funny Bone. I'll be headlining Thursday and Sunday nights. Both of us will be there Friday and Saturday. Also, we'll be at the Irvine Improv uh, the 8th through the 10th of March. TJ will be in West Nyack March 15th through 17th. We'll both be performing at the Houston Improv March 22nd through 24th. So that's the news. We'll see you at the 200th episode in Irvine on March 10th. Looking forward to meeting you. Welcome back to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy. Thanks for listening. A big shout out to the 12 and a half. I know your uh, listening ears are ready for some hot, tasty pods. And I got to tell you, I'm excited to uh, be announcing that I'm not sure who my next guest is going to be. You know, a lot of people complain that my guest sometimes is different. Um, you know, maybe I have too much variety in my guests, but that's just if, if, if that's the way I'm going to go down, that's just the way it's going to be. And uh, what I'm going to do, I'm here at the hotel in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, just kind of killing time before. The next person that walks through that door is going to be my guest. Now, I would suspect it'll be some kind of person in the service industry. Uh, perhaps it'll be somebody um, who uh, may, might be, uh, you know, oh, I mean, that's even quicker than I thought it would be. Hello? Maintenance. Oh, okay. Come on in. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Looks like a tall, gangly man. I would describe him as gangly. And then what? Cash, what the? Hi. Who the? How the? Or oh, here's the, the, who the? How you doing, buddy? Great. I've just. What been, are you doing? I've been going around to, uh, uh, to, to <laughs> interview uh, the main tenants. The main tenants of the building. And a lot of people think when I knock the door because of how I pronounce main tenants. <laughs> That I'm here for maintenance. So then this I walk in and they end up saying, you know, my porch door is not working. Yeah. I got a goldfish in my toilet. You and know, a lot of people and like, I'm happy to see you. 
and you know, all they want light bulbs changed, all that stuff. I'm not. I'm just going around to see who the main tenants. I mean, are of the hotel of the hotel. Yeah, of the hotel. You know, a lot of people think it's by design uh, that I have. Uh, you on the show so often well, that but it's not at all it just seems like a crazy true. coincidence I, that i keep seeing you it's like the this. craziest coincidence especially that <laughs> pajamas and robe convention coincidence keys oh that was that a strange was sounding one. yeah i can imagine we were in the same town at the same time like this but the idea that somehow we would actually get to do the podcast twice in the same city the odds just, what are the odds a lot better than you think. No, it's since like my both friend. of us were here for the conventions. <laughs> it's like my friend. And right? you were staying at a hotel, and I've gone to every single hotel in the tri-state area trying yeah. to figure out who the main well, tenants it, are. It's like my friend. Let me I, tell you something. Yeah. I mean, egg on my leg. Yeah, egg okay? right on your leg, not on your face. Egg on leg. my leg. Yeah, egg on Lego. Your ego. There are no tenants in a hotel. Yeah, no well, one has signed a long term. That's true. Nothing, nothing's long term here. I went to an extended stay, which I found out that there were some tenants there, but two of them pulled a knife on me, and one of them pulled two knives on me. Yeah. And yeah. then one of them just pulled my leg for a half an hour, <laughs> just telling me, "Oh, you should have seen. I, you know, I got looking a, for the egg. No I doubt. got a cheetah up there. Yeah, yeah. He was pulling my leg, and I was getting raw egg all over his hand." <laughs> And so I left that extended same hotel because I had to, I had to get upscale. So I actually went to. Uh, I knew there was a double tree in town, but yeah. I wanted to warm up, so I went yeah. to the single tree. Okay, yeah. And they don't they don't offer a warm cookie. They don't give a cookie, do they? When you arrive, no, they give you just a handful of Toll House chocolate morsels mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a raw egg. Which that was, boy was that uh, that. Not there's, ideal. There were some flashbacks that came out of it. Not ideal. And I got some of that egg on my leg. <laughs> egg on my leg. Uh, what are the odds? I, I mean, ran into someone at an airport, they, and he said, "What are the odds?" They kind of the single tree. They make, you know, they kind of make. They make you make your own cookie. So they pour the ingredients in your hand. Yeah. Okay. And they give you a toaster so it's more oven than on loan. Yeah. It's more than raw. And they also. Um, you know, Doubletree, if you're a, a Hilton Honors member, an H Honors member, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they'll give you free snacks. Mm -hmm. They'll give you free uh, free waters. Here at the at the single tree, they ask you for snacks and water before they give you your keys. Yeah. So you have to walk. It's a very different um, it's a very different thing. I've I've stayed at the branch. Have you ever been at the branch hotel? Like the branch of the tree? they actually require that you they actually require that you uh, Give them water. Oh, that's a branch yeah. of the tree. Yeah, it's like a branch hotel. Those are really small hotels. Yeah. The branch hotels. The branch Those hotels. are single room, five family occupancy. Yeah. And they require you uh, show up with cookies and water for them. Better than the old the trunk stump hotel yeah. chain. Yeah, trunk stump. Mm -hmm. Which is literally a trunk stump, mm -hmm. and you just pay to check in and sit on it. Have you ever stayed at Kindling? 
That's I, a great I hotel chain. What is yeah. that? Really? Kindling? Yeah, it's a great hotel chain. Uh, you're not allowed to bring matches. I've heard of Kimpton. Oh, uh, that's true. very paranoid about that. that. Yeah, I very can see paranoid that. about matches. That's a, that's a that's one of those no smoking policies where they mean it. Yeah, they're really serious. Oh, they about, mean oh, it. Oh, yeah. They actually frisk you as you come into kindling. They frisk you for yeah. matches. Yeah, but I've, so I've, that requires a full body cavity search. Kindling has a great. I mean, it's got a great uh, sort of frequent guest program. Really? Yeah, yeah. It really will warm you up. And what is that? It'll warm you up. Yeah, it'll warm you yeah, up. Yeah. But what is that called? The Kindling uh, Frequent the kindling? Guest yeah. Program. It must yeah. have a name like Hilton it's, Honors. Yeah, it's or, called the uh, Roaring Fire Program. The Roaring Fire yeah, Program. So they get you really hopeful to Seems get Seems antithetical to yeah, the yeah. non-smoking yeah. and, you know, no matches <laughs> policy. But I <laughs> think confused. that's... Well, the whole thing is they want to warm your heart and uh, not... The cackles of your heart. But not get you heated. Yeah. The cackles. They warm the cackles. Leg on my egg. Leg right on your ego. Look, I wanted to finish the odds thing because I, I, I think it's funny when people go, what are the odds? And you're, oh, yeah. You're always at an airport when people well, say and that. And I love that you're because like, you know it's what? Like, we're what, at the airport. The odds are pretty good. What, no, it's we're just, not on dinghies in the middle of the ocean. But like, what are the odds? I don't know. Uh, we're in airports twice to three times a, a week, week yeah. every week, all yeah. year. Yeah. Very we run high. into people higher than very high, yeah. Because you know there are only so many airports that you're getting routed through. I think it's so funny when people say, "What are the odds when I've landed in Los Angeles or New York?" Because very high. I mean, this yeah. is this yeah. is an airport I'm at two or three times yeah. a week, and the you, odds increased. It's not like we're meeting at uh, room six A in the Kindling Hotel, which, they, by yeah. the way, is their best. A stands for arson. Yeah. There, they they <laughs> name each of their they name again. Very confused. Yeah, very they name, confusing. They name each of their rooms after you know different types of fire <laughs> and arson. There's backdraft room two B. Two B. Two B backdraft. Yeah. And of course, there's four uh, uh, C, mm-hmm. um, which is of course for catching fire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, 5C is conflagration. That's the conflagration yeah. room. Yeah. Coming yeah, at you nonstop with the conflagration can, of the nation. nonstop. This is a dance craze that's gone all across. It's been spreading across the nation like a conflagration. 92.3, the twig. The twig. <laughs> We're a small radio station, but there's nothing else redeeming about us. All right. Coming back with an outside block of complete commercial block. commercials about Viagra for your... A kosher rock block. It's a kosher rock <laughs> block. No eggs, no shellfish. <laughs> Just giving you the dish on the latest celebrity news and not drinking booze. Uh, you're part of the water club. I am! You, you were telling me about that. I'm part of Aqua Maestro. This is true. I'm going to bring it up. And, you know, when you're not drinking, because I'm cutting weight for this Drew Barrymore movie, when you're not drinking, you can't drink when you're cutting weight. You can have, at most, a gin and soda, mm-hmm. seltzer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that has to replace a meal, if you can yeah. even imagine. Well, how much weight are you looking to cut? Is this a, are you in a, a role where I you're... Think 10, I think 10 pounds. I'm playing you're my... playing the role of an Olympic athlete or no, something? No, no, no. Or someone playing, on a Wheaties box? I'm what playing you, a manager, no. Drew Barrymore's character's manager, Hollywood manager. Mm-hmm. And it's based off of my former manager, Dave Becky. And I felt like he always kind of... He was watching his weight, but he still drank and didn't eat terribly healthfully. Is it healthfully or health healthfully? Uh, I don't think it's healthily. I think it's healthfully. Healthfully. Yeah. Do you think it's mm-hmm. fully healthy? It's fully 
Healthalicious. It's healthaliciously delicious. Yes, yes it is. And it's not malicious. Delicious on a And leg on my egg. It's not People malicious when it's healthaliciously delicious. We're putting delicious on the end of everything now. Sexalicious. Do they say that? They don't, but I'm going to start. Ah, sexalicious. That was sexalicious. This was fallacialicious. <laughs> I got to tell you, this was kind of lingalicious. This was exacerbationalicious. Yeah, this yeah. was detrimentaliciously. So, so you're in the water club. Horrificalicious. <laughs> Horrificalicious. So um, anyway, I'm playing, you know, I'm playing uh, a version of Dave Becky, my manager. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it's fun. So I figure, you know, when I'm kind of not really giving a care, so I'm mm-hmm. eating pizza when I want to, yeah. doing drinking when I want to, all that kind of stuff. I weigh between... 235 to 246.8. And so I'm. You're no Boogie it. Cousins. I'm no Boogie he's Cousins. He's 270. He's 270. And so, but he's five inches taller Tall than guy. Me, I think. Tall guy, yeah. So I um, think I'm going to bring it down to 233. So that's about seven pounds to cut by the 11th. So I've got 10 days. You could do that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can lose two pounds. Now I remember last a time day, we were on a diet, if you're me, we call that the blue period. Or if anybody, you, if you yeah, that's back, true. TJ was cutting, uh, I don't know, thirty pounds in yeah. six days or something. <laughs> no, not six he was days. on all. There was basically a no uh, carb diet, no uh, food diet. Uh, he was shaking with like he was very emotional. You were, very he was you, were you were convinced that I was having serious emotional instability because of. <laughs> Lack of carbohydrates. I felt like you, you were turn it to really a nutritionist and use well, no carbohydrates specifically. You were like, you got to have a cracker or something like something, that. Just, you, it seemed like you were almost shaking. I was a little on edge. I mean, you know, the problem is you can only eat fish and vegetables and you really can only eat in the morning. And so I just flipped my metabolism. So how does this one differ? I just flipped my metabolism yesterday because I'm not trying to get to 225. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying yeah. to get to 233. So those are very different weights. Because when you have a lot of weight on you, which I carry a fair amount of weight, you know, you need to, uh, it's it's just, so I flipped my metabolism yesterday and that's where you eat a lot of food in the morning. So I ate like a quart of turkey sausage patties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds healthy. And uh, yeah, exactly. So I had, that's about, you know, that's about well, you know six say, sausage patties. But, yeah. And then here's the thing. That's it. I just had day? that. I had that. And then when we went to uh, the show last night, I had two packs of dried seaweed, which is my favorite sort of dinner thing. And that's about 40 calories. And then a couple scoops of peanut butter, which technically has some carbohydrates in right. it, but it's high fat, high protein. Well, you know what they said? And that was it. And then we, you you wanted to eat after the show as you yeah. are often want to, to do. spew. Sorry. To do. Sorry. And, um, and I sat and watched you eat what yeah, looked she, to be one of the most delicious, <laughs> one of the most pizza-licious. Pizza-licious? Yes, yeah, you didn't uh, watch me. You, you, you ridiculed me. I ridiculed I you. <laughs> I didn't, mean it, it should, me. I didn't mean it for it to come across as ridiculing. <laughs> I am genuinely concerned that you, you, you eat it away. Well, I was eating. You cash a lot. Very delicious. And I say often, I mean more often than not. <laughs> cash will say to me, all I had to do was a banana. 
So I am starving. And I'm right. going, you know, a banana is not a meal replacement. Yesterday was not the perfect day because I missed, yeah, I, my flight was That's canceled. what I was trying to tell yeah. you, yeah. was that this has been, since I've known you, since you've, known you've been doing what You're is called the with banana. The banana and then it's the late night banana eating. Banana and then I'm starving into the late night eating, which I yeah. love late night eating. But when you flip your metabolism, you can't eat six hours before yeah. you go to sleep. No, I understand. Four is enough, but yeah. six is ideal. Listen, I so want to tell you one thing that's going to be reassuring. Let me just tell you one thing that's reassuring. And then we'll the, talk more the, yeah, if, you the, want, if you want. The, the, um, the, the screen, apparently, uh, on screen, you lose 10 pounds when you're on screen. You, actually, it, it, it's, you lose 10 pounds. Isn't if it's true you've heard the phrase you lose 10 pounds around the screen if you have a body double that's that 10, 10 pounds, pounds lighter, lighter than, than you, you. Yes, exactly. which is what you're going to need well i maybe um, you should have body doubles for you know, the stomach shots they, how many stomach shots are there going to be they say it adds yeah and people do do that for butt shots and all of it do they uh, really yeah they'll they'll that's, and the star will look at pictures of butts that's to decide a level which of vanity nicest which, butt. that's a level of vanity which well, and I, I, don't, I, I would never do that. But I do, you know, when I did underwater, I, I couldn't cut weight because I went to a bachelor party. That's where you learned to eat the and seaweed. Kate yeah. met me. Yeah, Kate met me too in New Orleans. Um, and New Orleans is a very difficult place to cut weight. It is, it is tough. So yeah. we, we just had had a lot of partying and a lot of things we needed to do before I shot that film. So really I was only able to start cutting weight a couple days before. So then I was very specific about not being shirtless right for the first week or two of filming and we did it we were in new orleans drinking iced tea we didn't drink any fried foods oh, so you, you pulled it off because there's really no jambalaya diet plan i know that's the thing you know? but you got to lean on oysters which is dangerous mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. delicious mm -hmm. it's oyster delicious uh -huh. tell me about the, the which of these delicious is is going to yeah. be the title okay. of your podcast okay. episode do yeah. you think yeah well, we haven't. I don't think we're done with all the illusions. Certainly not. But so far, the front runner for me is ex uh, exorbitant illusions. <laughs> have you ever have you ever heard the new uh, the new talk show Donkey and the Jeffalicious? Yeah, Donkey and the Jeffalicious, <laughs> which I got to be honest with you, Rick Stevens and the Catalicious. Yeah, but they had it as uh, <laughs> Rick Stevens and the Catalicious. Of course, made Rick incredibly unhappy. Yeah. But uh, Donkey and the Jeffalicious was within days changed to Donkeylicious and the Jeff. <laughs> and that was, for Jeff, that was the last straw. He quit. He walked out. A half an hour later, he came back and he said, Can I at least be, can, it be, can it at least be Donkeylicious and the Jeffarific? <laughs> and they said, No. It can't, and he signed back on anyway because he's got. You're bills so to pay. in tune to the history of of, of that situation. Well, I get like, a lot of do gossip. Coffee, do you have the coffee table book? I Is have the coffee table you, book, yeah. but I'm also on all the chat forums, uh, and I yeah. get I got the internal. I have a mole in these radio stations. Yeah, because he seems like you know things about that situation that we're not private and, to. And when I say a mole, I mean an actual animal. Mm -hmm. I have a mole, and I what I did is I threatened to release it in the <laughs> office unless I get inside information. And, yeah. and they quickly said, oh, no, we don't care. I mean, you know, it's, but the donkey, donkey, not the Jeff, but donkey is very scared of moles. And I think you know this, but Rick Stevens is afraid that the cat will one day kill something like a mole. It's carnivorous. Yeah. yeah. The cat is carnivorous. And uh, 
I got to tell you though, I got I got. You the heard some of that on the behind the music episode about those two, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I I'm really H1 did an extensive I'm, yeah extensive behind the music, and you can only Rick find Stevens it. Yeah, and you can only find it on um, Grubhub.com. You really uh-huh. got to dig for it. Yeah, but I um. I don't know if you know this, but Grubhub.com's parent company is VH1. Is that true? No. But, actually, uh, uh, Meals on Wheels. Actually, that's where I got some of the information. Just yeah, word of yeah, mouth. It's all those over. Wheels, those Meals on, Meals, these Meals on Wheels guys, they'll show up and yeah. just uh, talk to you. That's why I actually thought that? someone from Meals on Wheels would come and do this interview with me, and I thought that was you for a second. I didn't realize you just A lot more delicious than uh, Wheels on Meals, which is a company that delivers food that's been run over by cars. <laughs> For incredibly inexpensive prices, <laughs> that has to be on cash. So that races. is wheels could, on meals. If we could put that on cash phrases, I feel meals, like dude. I feel like people aren't uh, contributing to cash phrases lately in the last year. It too, means as much a as lot used to us. It means a lot to us when I see a new cash phrase on um, cashphrases.org. Check it out. There's lots of great phrases on there. You can add them. Uh, you know, wiki phrase. Yeah, yeah and that you can is hit a good us up. One. That is a good. There's one. a big thing now that we have a producer, which I think yes. it's been miles, what, half, miles a, last half a decade. We've been doing this, and we yeah. finally got a yeah. real producer. Yeah, not to say that Ryan and the other people were not, but yeah, he's solely devoted to cashing in. Yeah. and he actually think, has heard the show. He listens to the show, which is a yeah. surprising thing. Yeah, because I've he never a member. I haven't heard even half. one full episode. Yeah, but he. Who's a member of the 12? And so now we're really our Facebook page. He has all the Twitter, Yentl posters. Instagram. He has yeah. each and every one. Of, and he's had yeah. a, he has a couple of the Moon Wizard posters, couple which I got to say, somebody made a Moon Wizard poster yeah. that made my heart soar. <laughs> soar into the sky, and it went too high, and it uh, burst into flames, and I had to have a monkey heart replacement. <laughs> but because they didn't have any actual monkeys with hearts that were available, uh, I had uh, a heart replacement from one of the former members of the band, The Monkees. That is, yeah. I mean, why is it always a baboon's heart that people are kind of focusing on? I'm looking for one why of those. Not, I want a hummingbird. Hearts. I want a hummingbird heart. It uh, beats those fast. Move really fast. You know, I know, but like, I'll be real. Active. They're pretty small, but maybe I, it would work. I for... probably wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't badger me for eating late at night. But like, he's got a, he's got a high metabolism. He's got a hummingbird, he's got a hummingbird heart. heart. He's got a hummingbird heart. I mean, right. I didn't mean to badger. Next time I didn't mean to, to eat badger too much, you. Just go. I really didn't mean but to badger you. Next time someone you. eats too much, you say, you should say the, that to defend yourself. The, the have tr- a hummingbird. The heart. truth is, I I may have badgered you uh, a little bit because I have a badger heart uh, for my <laughs> liver. That's and I I can't even get into the mechanics of that. Yeah. Uh, so, but um, you know, this brings me to something funny though. I, a good idea. I think we should be, you know, these like you know we keep getting liver transplants and transplants from other people, right. but there should be more animals that we're incorporating into our bodies. I think badger hearts, hummingbird hearts. Hummingbird hearts. If you want to engage more on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, he's going to help direct that stuff to us. And we're going to be a lot more responsive. So engage. Whale brain. A whale's brain. A, wh- a whale's brain. This reminds me of a, a very... spring of whale's brains. This reminds me of a conversation we had, which I really found enlightening. We were talking about uh, a book that you read, right? And about um, putting your Big Master Thirty Two. Was that it? Uh, yeah, you, where you put your the idea that you'd put that people eventually will put their consciousness and their brains, even uh, their memories, into a robot uh, before they die, so that they can basically live forever. Yeah. Now the question is, does that make you uh, the same person that you would have been? Are you the same person? Are is a person their brain and their memories, or is a person something more than that? Well, and the question is, if you did that, 
and then booted up the mechanical human, right? Or put that brain in actual body. But by that time, you'd be putting them in mechanical bodies. Mm -hmm. If you were to do that, would you feel the transition? You know, would your previous self die or cease to exist and this new self be? Because they can't fluidly happen. And first of all, they're um, gonna. I bet it'll take hundreds of years to work the kinks out. Uh, my son, I was talking to my son about it, my eight-year-old Chance, and he was saying, like, I don't think that the brain is going to be comfortable with the body parts. Aren't going to. You're not. Part of what you are is how you feel as a person. You're not going to feel the same if you have the body of a robot, but you have the same brain you used to have. I think it'll be bio. Your, your brain's going to recognize. I think it'll be it a synthesis of biology and technology. So it'll be biosynthetic. So I think, you know, and I don't know if it's going to happen this generation or the next generation or five generations from now, but eventually you will just, you know, you'll regenerate organs and regrow things. And so they'll try and keep it as close to the actual human being as possible. But and we talked about this, but the idea of immortality would be so terrifying because there is, is no end to your point. life. So you wouldn't ever go skydiving you wouldn't take chances you wouldn't That's take half or even more of the chance that you would and every day you would wake up and say do not get hit by a bus right, right. and don't you, get you'd into have to, any you'd wear helmet all the time because you would you wouldn't even want to risk yeah if you damage uh, any of damage that your and brain, they couldn't you repair you it memories here's one other thing that i thought after we so talked, you would just they, really they would they would live in a type of fear that we would never know right you but have way also, more to lose. There's you have way also more to lose. a real possibility that if we can't terraform Mars and get people up there, I mean, Kate, Kate's been really scared about this lately. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you're April, mm -hmm. but, but Kate's been kind of occasionally freaking out about the truth that she goes, you know, it's, what, what's going to happen with all this weather stuff? She asked me. You know, I mean, now it's so cold in the Midwest. My mother's in almost negative 40 degree weather. What? Yeah. What's going to happen? I said, well, people are going to begin dying. And I said, you know, in the the real problem is in the place where they don't have a lot of water, but the great droughts in Sahara and in those areas will lead people to, and it's already happening, but it'll lead people to exit those areas en masse and wherever they go to will not have the infrastructure or be able to build the infrastructure fast enough to support these people so people will die of famine and parchment you know not being able not being hydrated not parchment like they'll be you know wrapped mummified in mm -hmm. the oldest type of paper known to humankind um and you know suffocate because somebody wraps you ever stay it. at the uh, parchment hotel that's a tough one because mm -hmm. you've got it's you just lie down on the ground under a <laughs> large piece of parchment it's yeah it's not not ideal it's have you, have you heard about the new? Have you heard of the new Egyptian uh, Little Caesars parchment, parchment <laughs> piece of parchment, pizza parchment? Uh, so people will sort of exit in mass, and you'll see in different parts of the world that extreme weather begins to kill people. And Kate called me today, and she goes, "I mean, somebody just died in Michigan." a like FedEx worker died and they think it's because of the extreme cold. And she said, and now 19 people have died because of this weather. I said, this is just the beginning because imagine what will happen. Oh, and there's a huge power problem in Michigan that my brother-in-law, who's a real garbage pail lately, 
my brother-in-law, he uh, he sent a link to something where, uh, and it's tough because I like him a lot and I wish that he could sort of get along with us, but he's got his own stuff. So um, he sent a link to the fact that the main energy company, which I forget what it's called, but it's basically like Con Ed or in Los Angeles, what's that one? Um, the main power company that controls all of it. I'm not sure. Never paid a bill in his life. Cash uh, levy. I have April do the bills. I hate looking at it. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, she wears the pants in the family and the shirt and a lot of the hats. I wear the robe. The you wear the robe in the, the family. Call back. <laughs> Love it. Call back to another show that no one heard. Yeah. Call back to a show that if you haven't heard, you're not the bird. Um, so... You know, that whatever this power company was said something went wrong. They're kind of the oil company and um, or gas power, all that. And they said, we need everybody in Michigan to never turn or in, in the time being not to turn their thermostat above 60 degrees. Really? In that weather. And she said, well, what's going to happen? I said, people are going to die, freeze to death if they don't. And the government shutdown kind of has put people behind. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to come back from almost a month of not being paid. You know what those people need? A little bit of kindling. A little bit of kindling. I mean, that's, that's the other thing. Then suddenly you're going to see people who have fireplaces or try and build fireplaces. But it's not just that. I mean, we've got more hurricanes coming, which are going to displace, uh, uh, displace people. There will be typhoons. There will be tornadoes. There will be extreme thunderstorms and lightning. I mean, you know, the world is just, the climate system is not ready for what has happened and we're not changing Meanwhile, at all or yeah, quickly enough. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at the future as a lot of people, it'll be less like immortality and, you know, virtual reality gaming and more, what are we going to do to survive and how do you survive? I, it's, it's fascinating. You really, I was trying to describe the universe to my kids and I said, you know, the, the earth, the universe is a living thing. We know that it's expanding. We know that things are moving around. It's living in the way, at least, at the very least, that a tree is alive. It doesn't have a brain or we don't know about the brain that it may have or may not have, but it's, it's got all these living things that are and all these moving parts, right? We are just one tiny part, maybe a leaf on the branch of the tree, right? Earth. And we are a, uh, a virus on that leaf, destroying the leaf on the, and you it's not going to ruin your, the tree. You said that to yourself. Well, yeah, in terms of, in terms of uh, the way we're messing up the, the world. And it may be, this is the weird thing about it. It may be unavoidable. There may be so, each time we do something, like something else happens. Yeah. Something else happens. For example, we're all we're all eating or all we're all drinking out of uh, uh, sort of wood or uh, uh, straws. You're drinking out of wood. Now the straws are not plastic to save the turtles, right? Right. Uh, in California, paper, most, paper, they're straws. paper straws now. Okay, but paper, we have to uh, cut down trees to do the whatever we do seems to hurt something. And we're some that we as we grow at this rate, we're a bit of a virus on this uh, leaf that we live on. Or a caterpillar, and or a caterpillar. And I'm not even just saying we're terrible people for doing it. It just seems like there's so many of us. It seems like we do one thing and something else bad happens. So I'm not I'm not being too judgmental about it. I'm just saying that this leaf is being ruined. There's no right. doubt, I think, that it's getting ruined. Not how long it's going to take, but um, 
it it won't affect the universe, is, uh, and that's the good news. Well, I mean, I wanna, the, the universe wanna, is a living thing, and we can't ruin the universe, as far as I can tell. So I'd like you to... <laughs> Unless you believe in some of the superhero movies. Truth. So <laughs> you should all watch Hot Ones. <coughs> Excuse me. Three recommendations. Brawl and Cell Block 99 with Vince Vaughn. Just like Bone Tomahawk is the guy, the same guy directed and wrote both those. Brawl and Cell Block 99 is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Two, Hot Ones, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm -hmm. The end of it, and I want you to tell your kids this, Waking Life is another really important yeah, movie to yeah. think about. Um, and in, in terms of, you know, Rick and Morty talks about infinite space, would have infinite realities and universes and all that stuff. So I really ended up liking Rick and Morty a lot. But... Um, uh, this Neil deGrasse Tyson, you should tell your children this. Really just win. I mean, no one really cares about chance. He's, it's sad. He's just getting to the age where I have to stop doing that joke. No, he gets the joke. He's, he's into it. Okay, all right. Yeah, he's okay. So uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson no, explains. I, I, he grew up with me saying I was going to trade him for an elephant <laughs> once he grew large enough because that's really why we had him. So he, he grew up with jokes like that. <laughs> that's a great joke. <laughs> Because then part of it was like, I'm going to become as big as an elephant. <laughs> so I, um, what I was going to say is that at the end of the episode, and you should watch it, he talks about, you know, the other guy says, I mean, we're so insignificant in this world. And he goes, you know, the concept of significance is a human construct. Human beings came up with that. And if you think about it in the universe, and I forget what he said, but the, the, the elements that make up almost all the universe are carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and plutonium. Just kidding. So I can't. I don't remember what it is. But, um, kindling. That's the one. Kindling. It's kindling. And it turns out that we are made up of exactly those elements. Right. Yeah. So he said, you know, we are the exact same as the universe. As we the have universe. the universe within us. Yeah. And that's why. And also we are... Entirely, this, what the, this brings us. The universe circle. is entirely made up of us, and this it, this is so great. We're having this conversation because this brings us full circle to what I wanted to say. Exorbitant, uh, and delicious. Um, when when I talk about uh, us downloading our thoughts, our brains, our memories into a robot, the idea that that we'd still be ourselves, I think, is insane, because humans are much more than our than their brains. I think. I think we do have some soul, which is they're, they're a part of the universe. They're gangly ankles. Yeah, yeah they're gangles. But we're, we're so much more than our brains. And I feel like a great example of me feeling like that's true is the times I'm happiest is when I get away from my brain. Not when I'm thinking. It doesn't give me great happiness to think. It gives me great happiness to feel. And I think if you take that away from someone, I'm very afraid of this thing you're describing, where you download something into a computer, uh, where you're a robot body and your brain still exists. I don't think that's a happy existence. Now, people, when they perfect it 500 years from now, they may look back and, of course, they'll be listening to this podcast and they'll unearth it. Uh, or, in the, you know, big data. You know, and, and they'll say, well, he was foolish. We figured aggregate. it out. Yeah. We figured it out. But I'll tell you, it's going to be a terrible growing process if they think that's going to work. So that's how I feel that's about right. it. That's right. But, you know, the Internet isn't necessarily a great thing for us, but it, it was going to happen either way. Eventually, we're going to figure a way to exchange information and all be able to tap into something that 
Yeah. You know, which will but not you're be part the of the water club. That's what we were talking about. I mean, we is there a little bit of ways I know, away from and that's that. okay. That's what I love about the show. It's we called Aquamaestro. Let me ask you this: Is there a? This is real. TJ was telling me he's a part of an aqua club where they drink different waters from around the world, and this is the sort of thing that people with a level of time on their hands can do. I mean, I think people would be jealous in certain countries of this club where you drink special waters what's the initiation um, is it waterboarding or is it just yeah, a, it's waterboarding they waterboard you with fine they waterboard like you with, with the best pellegrino and that crap you know what i mean <laughs> everything but aquapana and then afterwards they test you on what they waterboarded you in is but that I what mean, they do i'm in the water of the month club and again if you're not drinking alcohol this is somehow strangely cheaper than alcohol but um you know if you're a part of the water of the month club They'll send you a case of one of the fine waters, uh, one of our fine waters to club members, and you can choose glass. And we drink glass because the plastic, drinking water out of a plastic bottle is really bad for you. It's the money. The money that you save on that is not worth the long term. I think instead of cigarettes, that's going to end up being what gives everybody cancer. I have a very, very strong theory on that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can join the Water of the Month Club, and it is. Um, so I, I'm going to drink. Water out of the, the Month Club is. Straw. Look at this. How come there aren't glass straws? Right, is glass bottles. Uh, what about glass straws? Twenty nine, twenty nine dollars a month. That's it. And you joined for thirty dollars yeah. a month. Yeah, I. You know what? To be honest with you, I did join. Yeah. Well, we we had this conversation because we went out and got something to eat, and the waitress uh, came over. Um, you had gone out to make a phone call. But yeah, the waitress I want to talk came more over. about this, but tell the story. Yeah, the waitress, the waitress came over and said, uh, uh, "How is I? I just ordered with her. Uh, I had not gotten my food yet, uh, or my or my drink even." And she walked over and she said, "How is everything so far?" And that's kind of a pet peeve of mine because I want to say, "Well, I mean, well, nothing's actually yeah. <laughs> uh, changed or happened since we last saw each other. Everything is not any better than when I last saw you." Maybe right. you can go ahead and bring me the food and the drink, and I'll let you know later how everything is. But you're really messing the order up here. You're really messing the order okay. up. A-hole sour? Hey, listen up, a-hole sour. I love that somebody has an a-hole I know, sour. I a-hole sour. I know. Um, I love it. So the Water of the Month Club, I'm going to log in so we can really talk about this because yeah. it's a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so I'm logging in. Okay, but it looks like I'm not able to. Um, so you get the, the Water of the Month Club, which I'm actually about to join right now, but they have these featured waters that are just really something pretty amazing. Um, and that is, you know, you've got, um, well, here are the sp- but you know, Highland Spring is a water that's, you know, Thai Nant, which is Thai, it's like a Thai water, but these all, you know, these are glass bottles um, and they are $33 for a case of this water. So it's not crazy expensive. It's just really, you know, it's it's pretty good. So, but you want to really get the glass, you want to get the glass bottles. I think that's, that's really the idea. Um, but, you know, then they're selling Evian, they're selling that sort of stuff. But... Um, 
Let me see the featured waters. And it's, I just think it's so funny um, that they have these waters. But Eskilda, um, Aquapana is a pretty popular one. Voss, which I love. You know, Voss is a great one. And uh, Voss is from Norway. But yeah, when you're not drinking, this is like the greatest way. Berg is one that we have that are from icebergs in northern mm-hmm. Canada. And you bathe in those waters, is that correct? I do not bling. Borsec. Tell me if you want to hear about any of these. De La Bière. Evian, of course. Ferrarelle. Yeah, that's a... That's Fiji, a, we all know. Okay. Fugi is a really good Italian water that Kate likes. And you can taste My favorite difference. is Geral. Yeah, they all taste different. Mm-hmm. Berg tastes unlike any water I've ever had because it's directly from icebergs. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything to it. So it's very strange. Uh, Geral Steiner is a German mineral water that's uh, in a glass bottle and it's sparkling, and it's my favorite water right now. I mean, I really love Gerolsteiner. You can get it in a lot of places in New York. And then um, Hilden is a um, a British water, and it's a mineral water, and it's really good as well. That's one of the famous ones. Eskilda is Kate's favorite, and that is from Denmark. I-S-K-I-L-D-E, again, Aqua Maestro. Not a sponsor, but I think after this, we're definitely going to have to look into it. Uh, Jana, which a lot of people have seen. And then uh, Perrier, St. Geron, San Benito. I mean, look at all these incredible... Saratoga is from New York. That's a great bottle of spring water. Soleil, another great one. And then the Speyside Glenlivet is what Kate and I are going to get next. And it is, the source of Speyside Glenlivet is Greater Speyside, which covers a wide area of Scotland. It offers beautiful scenery, heather-covered hills, clear rushing burns, a high concentration of whiskey distilleries, local produce, and silence. And this crown estate of Glenlivet, which sits in the Highland. So this is... Glenlivet is one of the world's greatest whiskey producing regions at home. And they're going to do, so so you get, and then they tell you brand details from Scotland, Sclod and Clash, the type of spring water, hardness is slightly hard, orientation, hint of sweet, pH 7.7, TDS 58. I mean, it is, it's beyond. Well, totally this, this really inspired me because I'm here in the hotel room and I'm going to drink one of the one of the companies which um, is definitely on the list and that's Dasani. Dasani Plastic. Did you know that Dasani yeah. is just filtered tap water? Yeah. Did you know that that's Coca-Cola's company and they just filter city tap water? That's really? just bottled city water. City water. Well, the same thing it's got a hardness to it. Thing. It's got a hardness to it. It's got a hardness to it. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have... Moving along to tiny, tiny opinions. opinions. So along tiny Let's opinions. do that. My opinion tiny is opinions. I talked about water too much, but I love it. That's okay. You wanna, well, this is water-related, so I thought you might be interested in this one. Yeah. Well, t- uh, tiny opinions. Um, do you think the ultimate test of integrity is Marco Polo? Because I feel like it is. <laughs> I mean, if you if you say I, about I somebody, need to, I need to know what you mean. By if that. you say about somebody, he doesn't even cheat at Marco Polo. Yeah, that's an honest person. That, that I, someone, that person is someone you should. Have we talked. They about should this run before, for president. No, we have not. Um, also, I mean, I was talking to my wife about this. Don't play Marco Polo in a huge pool. 
Yeah. Like it's, I mean, April was playing with the kids in a giant pool. Marco Polo is only fun in a tiny pool. You should not have to walk leagues and leagues under the sea to get to the next person. Am I correct? Do you do not want to be walking leagues under the sea? <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to walk to twenty pee-pee. leagues to, just to try to do that. Do you like Marco Polo? Uh, it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. But you know what? We don't play it enough. And if we go swimming at this YMCA, We've we should play it. together. That speaks That's to how true. much I tr- I'm not sure I trust you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, would you play with me? I'm afraid you'd open your eye. Would you play with me? That's how it's done. You open your eye. I mean, this is unbelievable. You don't open both eyes. You open one eye a little bit and just check out a little bit of where they might be. Because if you don't open your eye, it's impossible, isn't it? Marco Polo? No, get, you can do it. It's pretty hard to catch someone based on... No, you can do it. I think you can do it. It's got to be very. Have you ever played Marco Polo in a uh, in a hot tub? Um, no, but it doesn't take as long. <laughs> it's a smaller space to cover. Pool, uh, hot tub, um, Marco Polo in a uh, bathtub is really easy. That's one of the ones that you just simply can't believe it. Depending on how big the. I mean, if you play with animals, I mean, fish are very good at Marco Polo. Really? They're whisper quiet, and you're never quite sure. I love the idea of whisker. They're whisper, whisper quiet. They're whisper quiet. They really are. I mean, <laughs> okay. You ever play Marco Polo in a waterfall? No. We should have played in the Niagara Falls and then see if we could have gone over. Did you ever see The Quiet Place? Yes, I loved it. I thought it had one terrible flaw, and this is a... Uh, Spoiler alert! So if you're not, if you've never seen that movie, turn it off right now. I warned you, okay? But why don't they just why don't they just live near the? I'm sure I'm not the first person that said this or thought of it. Why don't they just live near the waterfall? Why, why don't they have the baby and live near the waterfall, TJ? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I thought that was the flaw in the whole movie. It made no sense why they'd live out in an area where these creatures could hear them if they made noise. They went and talked near the waterfall the one time, and I said, why don't they live there? Why do they need, why don't they have the baby there and live there under the waterfall where they can't be heard and everyone's safe? You have ruined. I'm sure I'm not the first person to thought of that, but that really disturbed me when I watched the movie. I can't believe you really have when they showed that scene, when they showed that scene of them near the waterfall and they can talk normally. The moment I saw that, I'm like, well, this ruins the entire premise. There's a place they can live. I mean, terrible. Where there's water. They actually had to go there to get animal, to, to get food too. So it was like it, it's double whammy. I mean, like you could you could have the baby there, you could you could you could enjoy your life and live near the waterfall, and you got fish you can fish for. But instead You can play Marco Polo for God's sake, and these creatures aren't gonna come get you. You really yeah, you really could. I mean, that just ruins the movie. Yeah, so well, sorry to ruin the movie. So. Sorry to ruin the movie. Let's. You're not that sorry. <laughs> I am though. That's the strange thing about you. Alert. And that's why I don't no. know if I want to play sp- Marco Polo with you. I did a spoiler alert. I, I trust you as far as I could throw you, and I could throw you very far. <laughs> but you know, this is just. Let's finish it up with some maskers. What do you think? I'm so. Yeah, but that was one of my favorite. I'm movies sorry. Of the I, year. I did not enjoy. I didn't think it would ruin the movie for you. It let's, doesn't ruin the experience. Let's get serious. You can't. You can't retroactively ruin someone's movie experience. Now, whenever I watch it, I'll be like, "Why didn't they just?" You, leave you, you the were going to watch it a second time. Yes, I was. You were. Yeah. Okay. 
You're part of the, I think uh, so. So the I Quiet like, Place Club, too. Well, I like to watch <laughs> movies twice or three times or sometimes five times to study them. Okay. okay. Like 85% so of Superheroes. I, I asked people this to is send in Maskers earlier. Um, so we're going to look at the latest. Uh, Jimothy Criscuit writes... Look, we got a lot of them today. We're yeah. going to have to save Jimothy Criscuit writes, How many Snickers ice cream bars does it take to watch out, wash out the flavor of Doritos Jacked? Is one bar enough? How many Snickers remember, ice cream remember bars? Yes. Ate, remember when we ate Doritos Jacked and it was just a t- stunning experience? It was stunning. But it was stunning. It was, it's also funny, the idea of, yeah, it's true, we... Uh, you're going to need two or three Snickers ice cream bars to just get rid of that taste. Do you think there's a Doritos Jacked Club? I mean, now that I know there's a water club, I I'm think sure a, there's I all think, kinds of clubs. I think a Doritos Club would be really fun. A Doritos Club. I mean, look at that. Are you going to look that up? I mean, I think there's... Now I, Now that I know about this water club, I'm starting to think there are clubs that we had Let's no say, idea existed. Is there existed. a corn chip club? Well, there's a lot of different clubs. Is there like a bath safety awareness club? There's a juggling club. No, see, there's no corn chip. There's no corn chip club. clubs. What would be another no. club that you think existed? Mm-hmm. Um, it, that I didn't think existed. Yeah, what do you think would that we wouldn't have thought about? Uh, Beef jerky club. Let's try that. That feels like something that there. Would I think be. there might be jerky of the month club. There's a jerky of the month club. Number one, uh, and look, this is so fun. It's at amazingclubs.com. Do you think so that guy, the, here, do you think look, the commissioner the, of that club gets a little bit of like, this do you think is fantastic. he look at this. tells people about that with pride at parties? He's like, what, what have you been doing lately, Jim? Well, I'm a commissioner of the uh, Jerky of the Month Club. I mean, really, look, there's you a bacon club. think that's something people club, brag about? Bacon club, bagel club, BBQ sauce club, beer club, breakfast club, cake club. Is there a robe club? Candle, candle club, that makes sense. Cheese yeah. club, cheesecake club, chocolate club, yeah, makes sense. Coffee club, of course. Cookie club, mm-hmm. cupcake club, dessert club, dinner club, dinner and a movie club, dog treat club, flower club, fruit club, hot sauce club. I should be a part of that. Jam and jelly club, lobster club. I'm not doing all of them now. Necktie club. That makes sense, right? <laughs> Pasta club. Didn't expect that one. PB&J club. I would love to be PB a part of a peanut club? butter a peanut butter club because I got some great uh, gourmet peanut butter from... Um, are these clubs that go on retreats, do you think? Do they go on retreats together? Teddy these, bear club. Are these social clubs? Because here's the thing. I don't think they should be called Pizza clubs. Pizza club. I don't think they should be called clubs if you're not going anywhere or having retreats or get-togethers. I think you should have to meet other people in your clubs. I think maybe you meet them on the internet, though. I don't think that counts. I think you have to get together and go somewhere and eat peanut butter. That's part of what clubs, what's fun about being in a club. I think there should be a different word for these things. What should they be called? Mm, what, what's a group of people that just get something online all the time? Peanut butter spam receivers, because <laughs> really you're just receivers. getting you're just getting. No, you're like not. Info. You signed up to get something. It feels like a club. It's a group. Maybe a group. Peanut butter group. group. Maybe a That's group. That's terrible. No. Peanut butter receiving group. That's it. Yeah. I love peanut butter of the month club. It's That's so great. funny. So well, they when they get to they can't even. The peanut butter of club. That's the sister club of the of the water club. Here's what it is. That's the sister club. It's peanut butter and co. Hold yeah. on. Let me make sure. Come on, give me the thing. Because this is really something to get. Um, 
Dark Chocolate Dreams. Ordered online. All right, why don't you do, let's let's do a okay, couple masks. Let's do another one. Here's a G Breaker writes, how would tater tots be served if they were, quote, on the rocks? <laughs> I guess tater tots. I, honestly, oh, my tater tots I, on the rocks. We should I, try that at we a We should. I'll take tater tots on the rocks. Tater tots on the rocks? I think uh, salt rock. You put it on salt rocks. You know those salt rocks uh-huh. that you heat up? Okay. So you do that, you'd get like a salt rock slab. But I do like confusing waitresses. The first thing I thought was marshmallows. I don't know why. On the rocks. But tater tots on the rocks, I think, would be on heated salt rocks. Yeah. That would be delicious because they they taste good good, um, salted. Yeah. Yeah. You got any other ones? Um, Maskers? Yeah. No, get on to the next one because I'm trying to to figure out. uh, Okay. Um, Let's see here. Sexy Rexy writes, trees, nature's jazz hands. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, especially when it's windy. Or is it trees? Let the wind do no, its no, job. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that um, it's more like um, uh, foliage, you know, or leaves... Uh, Branches with leaves in the wind. Nature's jazz, jazz hands. hands. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. That's the best one. Okay. Um, Themis Layard writes, Folks. Folks. If there's a short, hairy man with a ring in your closet, and he's on a journey to throw that ring into a volcano that's also in your closet, your closet is... The Lord of the Rings. Really? <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Yes, I think that's right. And that wasn't even a question. He's just telling you. He just did the best version of a joke we've been doing for Folks, far too if long. If you have a receding iceberg in your closet, your closet's too big. You got too 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 big of a closet. Too big of a closet. If your closet's filled with waters from all over the world and gourmet peanut butter. As far as the eye could see. Folks, you got a great closet. Folks, if your closet is a part of a club that really should be a group. If you're part of the club closet or the group, the receiving group of closets, <laughs> and you're the commissioner, folks, you, you need closet. to get a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get a closet with a hobby. Uh, this one is by Alex P. Alex who writes, P. Mavis Beacon. Or bacon? Mavis Bacon? Or Beacon? Which which is it? Bacon? Beacon? Beacon. Do you know who this is? Um, no. Mavis Beacon. Beacon. Most powerful finger guns in the biz? Um, yeah. No. I don't know who Mavis be, but I, I love finger guns. Yeah, why would it? What? Yeah, what would it be? You ever seen the finger gun competitions? No. Yeah. It's on ESPN now. And that's real? There's finger gun competitions. How, what, what could they possibly yeah, be doing? The they, thing just, they actually play games with finger guns, and there's judges to see who's won. It's, it's insane. Isn't that crazy? And it's just, the, it's all style? It's, it's all just who does the best finger guns. 
I'm jo- I'm completely joking. No, that doesn't well, I, exist. I believe that. You did believe so much. it. You know why? Why? Because they do things air, that ridiculous. There's an air guitar competition. Is there really nationwide? And I honestly think you'd be pretty good at it. But you have to essentially do the song exactly. You know my theory about air guitars. I want to hear it. The the smaller, the more drunk you are, the smaller object you'll air guitar on. Really? Yeah. So if you know someone's really hammered, if they're doing an air guitar on a pen, they're like, you know, doing that, or like, uh, like I was, I, I, I was, I was very drunk once, and I did a, I was air jamming on a. Apparently, I was air jamming on a matchbook cover. Really? Yeah, just and that's. that's I don't it's think there's really, a lot of people that you know. You don't have to air. It's not really air guitaring if you have an object. I think it's pen guitaring. Oh, you, you should think, see him, folks. You think, it's pretty you funny. Think air jamming on a uh, uh, on an object makes it not air jamming. Oh, air jamming is different than. But you should call it object jamming. I mean, when you pick up a guitar, I mean a, a tennis racket. A lot of people air jam on a tennis racket, right? Maybe. I usually pick I up an object. I, I think it this. makes it funnier to pick up an object. Yeah, it definitely is funnier. But I is, lamp, does it stop being air guitar? Does it stop being air guitar? Mm, that's a good. That's a philosophical question. It's a question. All right. So uh, Jordan G Ski Bud underscore Ski thirty three says, "If you met whoever invented mac and cheese, would you kiss them on the hips? Not a typo. Yes." <laughs> For me, the answer is yes. Mac and cheese is pretty special. They're likely long dead, but if they aren't, I'd get down and kiss them straight on the hips. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they had big hips, no tits. <laughs> He's got a lot of great ones. Yeah. Give me another um, one. All right. Same guy. Can we stop doing so many things for Pete's sake? How about someone not named Pete gets a turn? Mm, I like that. Pete's take a break. It's true. Pete's take Pete, a break. Pete's Bob, you take know a break. Bob's about. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pete's take a break. Yeah. Why is Peters. it always for Pete's sake? And why can't it be for Peter's sake? Yeah. Uh, what do taste buds taste like? Um, yeah, that, well, I don't know. That's Probably like tongue. When you French yeah. kiss, should yeah. here's a better question because we don't like the French that much. Certainly, I can't stand them. Although all of Kate's friends are French lately. When you French kiss, we should change that into taste bud tasting. <laughs> French kissing is essentially taste bud tasting, and I think that's uh, that's pod title delicious. <laughs> Is tasting taste buds. Uh, yes, delicious. I was taste bud. It should be taste bud tasting or taste and taste buds. Yeah. That's what it is. In, in the, I saw him over there. Hey, you two, taste and taste buds. Get a room or a large closet. <laughs> <laughs> I was in uh, in Portugal doing that show over there, and the hotel had a steam room, uh, sauna, hot tub area, pool, and this guy was walking around naked. Uh, he was sort of with the conference. He was walking around naked in there, so I went to the front desk because I'm like, oh, I, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't, I wouldn't mind taking my suit off, but I just want to make sure it's this is a coed. And I said, is it is it coed? Uh, they said no. Yes, it is coed. And I go, well, there's there's a naked guy in there, and they're like, it's okay. He's he's French. That's the whole thing with with uh, affairs and things like that. Like they're like, well, they're French. Yeah. If they don't care. All right, this is a really good one. Two in a row. If Randy Newman could turn you into a new man, how Randy would it make you? Ah, uh, for Randy's sake. 
For Randy's sake, get over this new man shit. Be the man you are. Same guy, butt underscore ski 33. Why aren't numbers in alphabetical order? Cash Levy, you have 50 seconds. Wow, that's a tough one. It's sort of a, a brain teaser, isn't it? I think it is. Numbers and alpha numbers are in order. They're in Yeah, but he's saying alphabetical. Why so aren't, instead of one, two, three, four, five, all right. you would put five before one. Right. And you would put is there any number that starts with an A? No. Any number that starts with a B? No. Any number that starts with a C? Eight. No, but D, D yeah, E. So eight would be first. Mm-hmm. So eight's first that way, yeah. And then whichever one. So what do you think about that's that? Great way, that's a great way to make a code. That's we a just great way we just to make a code. We just cracked it. Tommy Waite of TommyWaite.com. Living in the city. Yeah. His handle is the Tommy Waite. W-I-T. A stalker that throws a party invites the person he stalks. Lazy or efficient? I think efficient. If they don't know that you're stalking them and you invite them to a, you know, then 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 that's called at-home stalking. Mm, that's yeah. called stalking from your home office. Yeah, there's a club for that, too. If stalking is your job, you're working at home. <laughs> hey, buddy, we got to go. You're, aren't you going to go check on some other rooms? Yeah, I got to figure out who the main tenants are. I guess the peanut butter cliffhanger is just going to have to continue on. Yep. We haven't gotten any word about that. Uh, we got other stuff going on. Um, yeah, I th you know, I I'll take it off. All right, I'm going to take off. Give me one. Yeah. All right. Main tenants. Maintenance. Fix your toilet. <laughs>